Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of two college athletes. He has a wealth of experience to share. Here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to episode 353 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is a weekly 15-minute recruiting education podcast that is part of Recruit Me and Recruit-Me.com. My name is Brent Hanks, and I'm the owner and CEO of Recruit Me and the host of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. Last week's episode, 352, I introduce you to Coach Randy Stang. Randy is an old friend from my college days and is currently the head coach for the men's basketball team at Sterling College, an NAIA school in Sterling, Kansas. Go back and listen to that episode and get Coach Stang's background, lessons and opportunities that a college student-athlete can get, and an introduction to recruiting at Sterling College. Follow the Athletic Scholarship Podcast on your favorite podcast app or go to recruit-me.com website. Now let's get into the middle of the interview with Coach Randy Stang. Uh, while we're talking about Sterling, uh, you know, where is it? What level of play uh, yeah. are you at and, and what conference are you? Yeah, this is great. We're in the NAIA. I uh, have the utmost respect for the, the teams in our league and the job that the coaches do. It's just it's a real competitive college level. I mean, I, I can tell you that. So, uh, Other than the great coaching that is there at Sterling Basketball, <laughs> uh, what are some of the other advantages of the academics and the athletics yeah, there? Yeah, really, it's, it's a solid school. There's a probably more emphasis at this school than I would say really any school for sure that I've been at. But even in our conference, I think we're probably leading the way on, I would call it the spiritual side. And we have chapel here twice a week every Wednesday, every Thursday. Students get credit for going to chapel. And, you know, they've brought in some fantastic speakers. I really, I've missed a few of them, but not many. It's just, they're really inspiring. And and I think from the faculty, really from the president on down, you just have an aspect of that spiritual side, which, which some schools don't worry about that. Some schools, it's a bigger deal. And not only you being physically, mentally, and emotionally prepared, but also spiritually. And, and I, I would tell you that that has a, huge had a huge impact not only our uh, basketball but just our whole student body in general it's that's a little bit different managed than some people want but if you want that it's a huge deal here and i i think even the people that have not uh, thought that was a big deal have benefited from it because it just has an impact on your on your whole life you know and and and, and i i don't think you can put a price on the value of what that means here i know what that has meant to guys on our team how they've grown and you know i feel like i'm a part of that and I, and I want to be a part of that. So that's a little bit different than I would say than some of the schools in our conference, a little bit different than any division one program that I've been a part of, or even the JUCO schools, which is totally different than, than that. And I think there's an aspect of growth there that, that you can't put a price on. How, how many students are at Sterling college? Yeah, it's a little less than 800, but right around that. And probably what percentage are our student athletes? Most of them are. Yeah. 
the one thing that I like about Sterling that's that there's many things I like about, but we last Saturday we had an event that's tabbed. We call it Love Sterling. And so my team, I had 20, 24 guys off of my team, and we partnered up in two teams of 12, but we went to four different places. We went to a church and helped uh, help them clean and move stuff from storage, needed that. And so we all pitched in and, and did that. Then we went to four different houses and did things that like wash windows, painting, uh, rock garden that needed to be cleaned out. Uh, we cleared brush. I mean, just just to try to serve right. people in the community. Most of these were older, uh, older variety um, citizens that could never have done the work that we were able to do. And we do that for free. We do it just as a community service. Community greatly appreciates it. It beautifies. It's just a win-win for everybody. I, it's great for us as a team and our guys to to see that service aspect. So, and I think my approach as a coach has got to be, you know, we're we're doing this to serve and not just be served. And, and I think that mindset, I hope it never leaves them. Randy, what are some of the best ways a student athlete, whether they're a high school JUCO or maybe even a transfer, how do they get a hold of you and, and how can they get your attention? What, what's, what's a good way to get yeah. on, on your radar? That's a great question because I have I'm inundated with different players and, you know, high school coaches, parents, and kids who are trying to uh, find something. Um, I will say this. I try to watch everyone. I don't respond to every one of those that come in because I would, I would tell you this, like today, I maybe have six already this morning, and there's no way I would spend all my time responding to it. I don't respond to every one of them, but I do try to watch it. Either, either I'll watch it or I'll have my assistant watch it just so we have had uh, nothing slips by us. What we're running, this is going to be a long answer, but I'll try to keep it short. We run offensively managed something called, I got from Tech, something called the triangle. Norm Stewart ran it too at Mizzou. He called it the triple post. I have run that on the last two or three teams that I've coached. And the triangle offense does a couple things that I love. When I'm recruiting, I can recruit to the spots that I'm looking for. It's not really a secret because I need guys that can shoot, that can pass, that, that can make a play if they need to as the clock's rolling down. But I look for those specific kind of little certain little things on a film. It's true. Everybody sends out their best five minutes of their career on the film, which is good. But I'm looking for specific things when, I, when I'm looking at that film. And when I look at it, if I see it, that guy becomes, he gets on my radar. And I would think is in this interview, you say, okay, well, what is those? What are those specific things? They change. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm looking for a guy this year and this year's unique. And I say that because of this, our big guys, for the most part, are in place for the next two or three years, which is unusual because you almost always look for size. But we right now are needing guard. And I'm not talking about guards that just can get it up the floor or make a three. I'm, I'm looking for specific things that are in combination. So I, I shoot the three really well, but I put it on the floor really well. I can make a shot. I can finish a play. And, and more than just making threes, that I think the majority of the films that I'm watching when I see a film is a guy that's shooting threes. So, hey, I, I'm glad you can make a three, but I need the combination of I can make a three, I can put it on the floor and make a shot 
You've got to honor both of those things when you guard me. That is a huge part of what I'm looking for. And then I I would add to that, once I go by you, I'm making a play for someone else or myself. That's the key. That's the real key. Because in the triangle, in the triangle, the floor is always space. Whether you run it very well or not, if you're in the right space, the right spot, the floor is always space, which gives me the opportunity to make a play or shoot an open shot or uh, make a play that I finish. And when I do that, we're rebounding that ball. We're rebounding that miss because I'm only going to make, if I'm a really good player, I'm only going to make 50% of those. If I'm a great player, I'm going to make 60% of them. If somebody were talking about Sterling College and they asked me about it, I would say, send your highlight and then follow up and ask Coach Stang. Yep. What else can I send you that will fit your yeah. that will fit your program that will fit your style of play? Because, like you said, a lot of times style of play, you know, you, you may be the greatest three point shooter, but if you can't play a lick of defense or don't like to go set a pick for somebody, it, it, it that you're That's not right. going to fit. That's exactly right. I I also like to manage, but this is kind of a spoon hour thing. But it's true for me too. I I like to know the coat that they're playing for, and it's a huge benefit for the kid for the player. If I know that coach and how they play, that's a big. I may not know the coach personally, but I'm going to know how he plays. And so I'm looking for a a, a young player that's been coat and been made to to work hard to toe the line to where it hasn't been comfortable for that kid and what i mean by that is that coach is making them play defense that coach is making them work and usually typically those co- those guys come in money ahead and those are the guys that are playing for me because they know what it's like to win and that there's no secret to that versus a guy that can just make a shot but his coach just lets him play the i'm going to look at how that coach plays defensively are they guarding are they making it difficult for you to score is there effort you know those uh, that's more valuable to me than making a shot truthfully what you you've been at a lot of levels of college athletics you know you've been in division one NAIA JUCO how how are they different and what are some advantages of each one of them (laughs) they're they're really marked different I mean this I would say this is the hardest level for me in terms of putting my team together but there's opportunities here too though it's just a little bit different because every player including me every player wants to know what am i going to get what how much am i going to get and what's the bottom line and and so we start with that at this level where you don't start with that at, at the division one level really or even at the juco level that's pretty well um, defined for you before right. you start here i'm packaging things together okay i got this i got this can you do it for this meaning you're going to owe this is that is that enough to cover it so you can come here and eventually it gets down to the, I can't give you anymore. This is all I got. And then it's up to you to decide whether you want to do it or not. A lot of times, this is true about us. It's true about Sterling. We have a JV program. I have this this year too, where guys play JV and it struggle because it's different coming into college than it is in high school. I call our JV program, I don't call it the JV team. I call it the JUCO team because you're going to play JUCO. Right. You're going to play community college. And, and, and my my theory and my philosophy on it is college basketball is faster and more physical than really any high school. I, the game is faster and more physical. So I like playing guys at that level, at the I call it the JUCO level. And I think it gives them a chance to get, get – get used to it and play with it and, and learn how to how to manage their game. And what's fun, what's hard about it, and I've got a couple of kids like this this year where they've played and they're like, yeah, they've gotten over that hump, but it was hard for them. And they decide, no, 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 I'm just going to go to school. Yep. 
I, I don't want to play. And, and, and that's a part of this. But, but, but I would say the guys that stick that out and have figured out how to play at that level really excel at when they play for me. At, and I call it the other team, the KCAC team. Everybody else calls it varsity because that, that's where I'm going to need you to play. Right. And the guys that are playing and that, that have decided not to play have sat down with me and I've told them, you have, you've already passed the test. You're, gonna, you're, you're there. I mean, I, I, I'm counting on you. And so I've got, both, I've got both ends of that, guys that are getting ready to roll on that. I'm ready to go. And then I've got guys that say, no, 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 I just want to go to school. So that part was difficult for me, but that's part of it. So. Well, and I challenged both of my boys to give it two years. Exactly what you do. You know, and, and give exactly it your freshman, right. sophomore year, and then kind of make a decision because you, your you're freshman right. year, you're playing against 23-year-old. You're you know, exactly and, right. And, and, and there, so, there uh, is, I've tried that too. I tried to convince them to say, you know, I, I think it's probably premature. I know it was for me. So don't there and uh, don't jump at conclusions here because I had the same thing in my life too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. But What does a basketball coach at Sterling, what are you doing right now? What what uh, kind of things are you doing for your for your team and your program? A lot of recruiting. Uh, there is some fundraising that we're trying to do because the more money we raise, the better it is for us in terms of gear and just trips, those kind of things. I say right now, recruiting is the is the number one thing. And we've got kids coming in today and tomorrow and Saturday and Friday, and they were in all last week. And yeah, we'll just see how it plays out. So what would uh, one or two pieces of recruiting advice, what would, what would you give to a student athlete or a parent that's listening to this uh, if they wanted to play college basketball? Everybody's different. I think the biggest thing for me is to find a common denominator, whether that's the coach or you or somebody that that I know I'm a little bit Larry but only because I've been a parent you know my kid's the best and my kid can make it and I I, I listen more to the coach probably than I do the parent and I, I would say not that I don't listen to the parent but I like to have a common denominator though for me that just somebody that I know I'll ask the more pointed questions to that person because I really want to get down to it and, and not waste your time or money so for me that's more valuable than even a film that you can send I just can get right to it with that person. I'm not going to get right to it with that parent because I'm going to get I'm going to get the uh, patent answer of he can do that. And believe me when I tell you this, and I'm recruiting these guys too. They all know I can work. I'll work harder. I'll work harder than anybody else. You know I can do that. Uh, but but I want I want somebody that objectively can say yeah he can do that. But you're going to have to coach him and you. But when you do, he'll be able to handle that. That to me is the most valuable thing. And I, even if I don't know the coach, it really gets that player in there. If there's that common denominator that I, we have somebody that I know and trust. So I did a podcast recently kind of talking about how a student athletes should build a team and kind of talked about high school coaches and club coaches. Do you uh, talk to both of those and, and yeah. how do you look at them differently on, on how they, uh, how they see their player? I really do talk to them. It is a little bit risky for me because in the same way that a parent may push a kid, uh, I think that's true, but I will tell you this, that can be a common denominator for me very easily. Every kid's different and every, you know, depends on what I'm looking for. At times, I don't know those guys as well as I would the high school coach. And I say this in fairness to those high school coaches. I think there's a little different level of coaching than there is on that on the AAU or the MAYB or the whatever circuit you want to find. And, and so I, I would probably put as much or more stock in the high school coach because he's on that kid. And especially if he's playing a way that I'm looking for. And that, that's a big deal for me. That's as big a deal for me as it is ability. Because you're going to get coached when you come here. You're not. It's not going to be roll the balls out and let's hope you figure this out. 
you're, you're going to get coaching and the, the kids that haven't received coaching, they're going to struggle for a while. You know, it's not going to be anything personal. It's just the Mr. I, but this is what I want. Give me what I want, you know, because what I want wins and you may struggle to give me what I want. I, I know that I've had this happen with me from players. You know, you're taking away my game. Well, that, that may be true to an extent. And I'll tell the player, you're right, but give me what I want first. And then we'll expand that into your game being, I've got to be able to trust you. That, that's where I'm going with it. I got to be able to yeah. trust you when I put you out here. Well, there, there are five guys out on the floor. And, yes. And, and, and yeah. you got you got to you got to mesh with all of them. And, and I I think one yeah. of the, one of the biggest things I learned with Missouri State and Coach Spoonhour and the and the coaching staff was we didn't always have the best five scorers out there because there wasn't true. enough basketballs for those guys. That's we had right. to have a guy that could dribble and a guy that could rebound and a guy that could play defense. And he was a master at that. He was a master at communicating your role and then playing to that. You know, playing to your strength. Well, Randy, you've got some guys coming in. We're going to let you uh, let you go, and I, I appreciate the time. And we we kind of scratched the surface, so there's a lot of other questions that kind of came up. So we may have to have have you back sometime and uh, see if we can see how you did uh, at the end of the summer and see how many uh, big seven footers you got or no, little guards. You need little guards. Don't I'm, you? I'm not worried about those seven footers. I want a guy that can break the defense down. So yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> Manage, you have a, a real insight on this, and that's a huge value to somebody that doesn't, because most people don't. Most people don't have a clue. And, and I would say the level that you're looking for, if you're at a, a high level, they will find you. It makes no difference where you're being. And they're going to find you if you're good. If you, though, and I, this is my level, if you're needing that that a little bit more coaching and a little bit more polish, and then people will find you there, too. So College athletics right now is so crazy. What You just have to get in and have some success. And then you can actually move to different places. And I've got a couple guys like that on my team right now yep. that, are, that are moving to, to a better place. And I feel like that's a, real, that's a real plus for our program. I'm not afraid for that to happen. You get them in, and they you you prove to them that they can play, and then they have a chance Correct. to make you know Correct. in their eyes better themselves, and hopefully Correct. they they will better themselves. That's right. That's right. So manage, I appreciate it, and uh, yeah, we'll do it again. Thank, thank you very much. We'll do it again, and uh, we'll come and see you when you play Evangel. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Randy. Yeah. Uh -huh. Bye bye. Thank you to Coach Randy Stang for his time and insight on college athletics, recruiting, and Sterling College. Click on the Sterling link in the show notes for more information about the college and their athletics. The great thing about all the interviews is that the information that you get is not just sports-specific, but can help you no matter what sport or level you are wanting to play. Join me next Tuesday for an episode that discusses AI, artificial intelligence, and how it helps and verifies your recruitment and the effective steps in your recruitment. Thank you for listening, and please share these episodes with another student athlete or family. See you next week.